Hello and welcome to Sharp HR Career Corner with Karen Sharp Price. This podcast will inform and inspire you in your quest to find the right career path. If you're just starting out, looking to make a change in your field or transitioning into a new career, then this podcast is for you. We'll be sharing tips and providing resources on topics such as writing resumes, interviewing, using LinkedIn, and networking. We will take a look at different careers, companies, and opportunities. You will hear success stories from professionals in all career paths, and so much more. You will leave this podcast with three key takeaways that you can easily put into practice. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sharp HR Career Corner. Today, we have a returning guest, Duncan Kirkwood. He spoke to us last episode and told us about his own career journey, which he is helping many, many students learn about resilience. And today, we've asked him to just speak to the audience for just a few minutes on how we can all end 2021 on a positive note, just before heading into the new year. So I would like to welcome Duncan Kirkwood back. Thank you, Duncan. Hey, thanks for having me back. All right. <laughs> uh, so I, I just wanted to share a couple of things with your audience, if that's all right. Absolutely. Okay, so check this out, y'all. 2021 and then 2020, really, it's been a rough few years, right? Like, like we've all gone through some things, whether it's financial, uh, family. I've had a couple of family members pass uh, from COVID. Uh, I mean, it, this has just been rough. But it doesn't look like it's been rough to me, does it? I still seem to have a light and a joy that a lot of people have seemed to lost. And I'm going to give you a couple of tools to hold on to your light, even in the midst of darkness, even in the midst of trials and uncertainty. Okay. So I'm going to give you three things. We're going to go over three things quickly. The first is you have to change how you see failure and setback. People think when I'm talking about resilience, I'm talking about you got to learn how to deal with failure, learn how to get back up. And that's important. Okay. But my ultimate goal is to transform how you see failure, because we see failure as this bad thing, right, that we need to run from. But it's actually not, (laughs) right? And so let me give you an example everybody can understand. When you were learning how to ride a bike, right, your your dad's holding a seat or your mom's holding a seat, auntie, somebody, you start pedaling. When they let go, you're going to fall, right? You fall, you scrape your knee. You know, you're crying a little bit, you give up, you dust yourself off, you get back on the bike. They hold the seat again, you start pedaling, they let go. This time you go a little further and then you fall again. And this just keeps repeating itself until eventually you find the balance and you can go the whole street by yourself, go to your friend's house. Here's the lesson in that. Falling off the bike is how you found the balance, right? The challenge, the setback, That's actually part of the journey. Ain't none of y'all child prodigies that was three-year-olds hopped on a two-wheeler and started popping willies, right? It's all a process. You all, we all had to go through the process of falling off the bike to learn how to get the balance. Well, use that mindset in your life. You got to fall. You got to have setbacks in order to find that balance in life, in order to get to success. It's part of the journey. It's not separate that you can avoid or run from. It is a big part of the journey. So as you're having challenges, don't quit on yourself. Don't give up on yourself, right? Just like you did when you got back on the bike, get back on the bike and keep going. And eventually you'll find the balance, okay? The falling is part of the process. That's number one. Number two, gratitude. 
you know, my grandma would always say when I was <laughs> I was younger, she'd be like, count your blessings, baby. You know, my grandma's from McCool's, Mississippi. And um, military science has proven that my grandma was a genius because apparently we all have this thing called a negativity bias where we focus more on negative things than positive. Some researchers say it takes 11 positive experiences to overcome one negative experience. So if we do this exercise to build gratitude called hunt the good stuff, where we identify three good things that have happened in the last 24 hours, it could be I woke up, my daughter did the dishes and, you know, my dog met me at the door. Easy breezy, three small. It could be big. I got a promotion, new job, new baby. It could be big or small. But you just take a moment and you identify three good things, hunt the good stuff. And what that will do is start to stockpile positive experiences. It'll start to shift your focus onto good things. So if you do that at least once every day, it will build gratitude, which will build your resilience as you have challenges in life. Because we all have, listen, don't let social media fool y'all. Everybody going through hard times. Everybody has setbacks. And when you have a setback, think of it like a cup. Let me see. I got a cup here, a cup of water. Every time you have a spill out your cup, that's a setback. And we all have setbacks every day. Well, if that cup gets empty, that's when you're at risk for suicide, depression, you know, risky behavior, right? So we don't want that. We want to do pour into the cup because you can't stop the spills. You can't stop the setbacks. Those are coming. But what we can do is do things to pour into the cup so we never get on empty. We never get too low. All right. And building gratitude, this hunt the good stuff exercise, three good things in the last 24 hours. That's one way to constantly be pouring into your cup. So as you have spills, it doesn't empty out. All right. So build gratitude. And it's great to do with your kids, colleagues, family members, subordinates, because it builds some good energy and some gratitude. Number three, this is the most important because we talk about COVID, the post-COVID, kind of post-COVID because we're not like actually out of, you know, whatever, is presence. Being present is your escape from the pain of your past, the pain of 2020, the pain of 2021, right? Your escape from the pain of the past is to be present in this moment, be where your feet are, right? It's also the way to escape the fear that you have for 2022, the anxiety you have around, is school going to be remote? Is it going to be in person? Am my job going to be there? Is my family going to be healthy, right? All of this anxiety, that is all that, all that fear exists in your imagination of the future, your negative imagination of the future. That's the only place that fear can live. So if you focus on right now, this moment, bring your full self into this moment, you'll find peace. You'll find joy. Let me give you an example. Because you're like, Duncan, I still got problems. If I can focus on the moment all I want, but I got a problem, right? So think of it. There's an example I use with young people. If you're walking down the street and there's a four-year-old steps off the curb in the traffic, you right there, what you do? You grab that four-year-old. You snatch him back on the curb. You ain't worried about what his mom going to say. You're not worried about what bills you got next week. You just grab him. Action needed to be taken, and you took action. Now, same situation, but I say, hey, Listen up. Next Thursday, you're going to be walking down the street and a four year old is going to step off the curb in the traffic. Make sure you grab him. Well, now you're going to make it into a whole situation. Oh, what if I'm on the wrong street? What if I'm late that day? What if my Uber doesn't show up? Oh, my gosh. What if the parent says something when I grab him and I leave a mark on him? What if I, all of a sudden your mind is going to start making it into a problem Now, for the next week, you're full of anxiety. You're full of stress, right? So when there's action that needed to be taken, you just took it. 
But now if you're looking into the future, right, and you're worried about the future, it is causing stress and anxiety in your life right now. So don't do that, right? Like, so obviously we want to make plans, have our vision board, have goals, but we, the only thing real about our journey to those goals is the step that we take right now. That's the only thing real about your journey. So it's important that as we go through COVID, don't get stuck in, oh, 2020 was so horrible. 2021, that is a reality that no longer exists. The only thing that exists in your life is this moment right now. This is the only thing that's real. Now you're like, well, what about tomorrow? Tomorrow will go have its own problems. You can worry about tomorrow when you get there. But for right now, this is what you need to now. You say, you say, Duncan, I got bills to pay. What are you going to do about it? Can you do something in this moment right now? No, I can't do nothing until later on tonight. Okay, then you don't got to worry about it because there's nothing you can do right now anyway, right? So being present is one of the most powerful things you can do. It's your escape from the pain of the past. It's your escape from your fear of the imagined future, right? It brings you into this real moment because that's where joy lives. That's where love lives. That's where peace lives. It lives in this moment. It don't live in the past or the future. It lives in this moment. And so it's important for you to lean in right? Feel the feel, feel everything in this moment. Hear the sounds, see the sights. Don't just use now as like a taxi moment to get you to the imaginary future three years from now when you get your degree. What? So three years of your life is just a blur until you get your degree and then everything's okay. No, this three years is a gift. This is a beautiful celebration that you should be having for three years. And then if you get the degree, that's awesome. Celebrate that then. But Don't use this moment as just a transit moment to the next. Use this moment as the celebration. I mean, COVID, if it ain't showed you nothing else, it showed you life is short. If it ain't showed you nothing else, it showed you the rich, poor, middle class, everybody is susceptible to, to, to die, to come under hard times, to get sick, right? If it ain't did nothing else, it should have refocused us on what's really important who we really are, the, the close people in our lives, the friendships, and this moment right now. So, with that, I hope that's helpful for somebody as we go through this tough time. I hope that that motivates somebody to go into this year with new purpose, new energy, and a, a mindset that each day is going to be a brilliant celebration. Thank you, Duncan. That that was extremely powerful and, and so well needed to hear just before we start the new year off. So thank you for your time today. I really do appreciate that. Thanks for having me. And until next time, everyone, be kind. We need to show a lot more kindness in the world, and it starts with you and I. Thanks again for listening, and have a great day.